and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 125 in the house. Much love to everybody that's tuned in, whether you're on your favorite podcasting app on YouTube right now. I'm streaming live on Twitch, Twitch TV slash Beneath the Dirt. No, sorry, Twitch.tv slash Beneath Dirt. I'm streaming this shit live. I have zero viewers right now. I ran a test about five minutes ago, had zero viewers for about 10 minutes. I have 10 subscribers or followers on Twitch. So if you're not followed on Twitch, follow. You'll get the podcast a day early. I'm going to go live on Twitch. As long as this works out. This is pretty much a pretty big test I'm running right now to see if this actually works um, and how it just pans out and all that. No announcements, nothing like that. You can consider this the announcement right now. Again, twitch.tv slash beneath dirt. The plan, it's not set in stone, is to go live when I record the podcast. As long as I don't, as long as, see, I don't know how the StreamYard shit works when I have a guest and shit. We'll have to see. Haven't looked into it that much. But as of right now, I have, I think, 10 followers on Twitch. Zero viewers right now. And it's all good. We're going to build the Twitch up. You get the podcast a little bit early. And then it'll still hit YouTube and all the other platforms when it's regularly scheduled to go. This is dope. I've been practicing doing this live live podcasting thing since I started doing the videos. Every video I've done doing the podcast is live. All the graphics you see, they're controlled live as I'm recording the show. You know, there's no editing, really. And we just, that's how I do it. I'm excited to be doing this. So much love to everybody that's tuned in again. And it's not much that, not much news this week, but we got some shit to talk about without a doubt. And if y'all ain't following the fucking playlist, follow the playlist, the weekly bumps playlist up on Spotify, Apple music, and YouTube. I have a specific playlist on YouTube for the weekly bumps playlist. Um, you can find the link in the description of the podcast, whether you're on the app, on the podcasting app, on YouTube, BeneathDirt.com. You could find all the links, social media, podcast, playlists, all that shit. Merch, hopefully coming soon. I was talking about that last week, I think. So all that is at BeneathDirt.com. And peep the playlist. The playlist is fucking fresh as hell. In my personal opinion, I mean, yeah, I curate it myself and whatnot, but shit is dope to me, but let's get into some new music and news this week. First up, we got Jaron Benton. He put out a brand new single, Dear God, um, featuring Locksmith and Oba Roland. I'm not sure who Oba Roland is. I know I'm familiar with Locksmith. Never really listened to his music, but Jaron Benton drops another single and this shit is dope. This single's like a perfect example of like rapidy rap shit and some kind of mumble rap type type stuff. I dig it. Singles dope. Jaron Benton been killing it with these singles for shit. Are you like a year and a half at this point? I think late 2019, dude started releasing these singles. And no talks of an album, no talks of an EP. Dude just releases singles. Doesn't announce that he's releasing singles that I see. And just drops them. And most of them. Most of them are fucking heat. Um, This one wouldn't necessarily be my favorite that he's released. Since he started doing these singles in the last year, year and a half, whatnot. 
but single is still dope. Locksmith and Oba Rolling both do their thing on here. I dig it. Production's fire. I think, did Jaron Benton say he produced this one by himself? I can't remember off the top of my head. But that shit's out there. I'm still pushing for a Jaron Benton album. I got the Jaron Benton playlist with all the singles that he's been putting out over the last year or so. So definitely pushing for an album, EP, whatever from him. We need that shit. But go peep that. That shit's available everywhere. YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, and all that. Let's get into a little bit of news. Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher's got a new project dropping. You got the cover right there. He's dropping The Plugs I Met Part 2. Entirely produced by Harry Fraud. Who just produced The Fraud Department with Jim Jones. And I'm still bumping that album. I was bumping that album when I was doing my Twitch test. Twitch stream test. uh, Just fucking 10-15 minutes ago. Right before I started recording the show. And that album's fucking fire. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Benny the Butcher. His last project, The Burden of Proof. Which was produced entirely by Hit Boy. I didn't necessarily... I, I didn't like it when it first dropped. I don't know what kind of mindset or whatever I was in when that album dropped. But I have gone back to it since then. And that album is a good album. It is a dope album. Not necessarily my favorite album from Benny the Butcher. But definitely worth the listen. And Plugs I Met too, Produced by Harry Fraud. I like these albums. I like... Rappers and producers working on full projects together. Like, it's super dope. Like to see the chemistry that they got. I'm curious to hear how Benny and Harry Fraud are going to sound together on this Plugs I Met 2 EP. And shit's going to be dope. I believe it's dropping. I'm trying to look it up right now. It's not up on his page. But I think it's like March 17th, something like that. I'm looking and I can't find a fucking release date for it yet. But I know it's dropping middle of March. Let me look at the calendar. See what the Fridays fall on. 12th, 19th, maybe the 19th. I don't know. But I saw somewhere that it is dropping in March. I'm hyped for it. Benny is that dude. Definitely one of my favorites still out there. Even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Burden of Proof. Produced by Hip Boy, but still... Benny brings that fucking fire. And I'm looking forward to Plugs I Met too. That first one was dope. You got 18 Wheeler with Pusha T. That shit was... F- oh. Woo. One of my favorite songs from Benny. Love that shit. So middle of March, I believe, Plugs I Met 2 is dropping. In keeping with the Griselda news. Some Twitter account. I don't even know who it is. Some... Rap account that posts whatever. I don't even follow them, but Conway retweeted it. And it's a rumor alert. Possible project collaboration between Eminem, Conway, and Alchemist can be on the way. Nothing confirmed at the moment. Hashtag stay tuned. And then we got a picture of M, Conway, and Alchemist right there. Conway retweets it with the, the shh emoji. So... I know Conway likes to troll on Twitter. We just we just went through it with Conway on Twitter. Trolling everybody. Talking about he ain't on Griselda and shit like that. So I didn't really take this too serious. And then he commented on the post again. He added another tweet to it. And he said, just here for the comments. So I wouldn't put too much stock in this. But if this were to happen... What would you think of an Eminem Conway Alchemist project? Me personally, just give me another uh, another Conway and Al project. They dropped Lulu last year, the EP. That shit was dope. But adding M to the mix, I don't know. M, to me, hasn't been hitting lately. If he just gets back to like rapping somewhat with a fucking flow that you could follow and not fucking up the beats... We all know he likes to alter the beats like he did on the Conway Bang song that ended up being on the Griselda What Would Sheen Gun Do project because he had to do some double-time Pink Flamingo shit on there and fuck that whole song up. 
but me, I'd like, I definitely, I'm here all day for a Conway Alchemist project. Add M to it. I don't know. But like I said, I wouldn't put too much stock into this. Conway likes to troll on, on Twitter. So probably nothing to fucking talk about, but Griselda's the shit. I follow Griselda. Gotta talk about it. Cause there ain't much else to talk about this week. Let's get into some uh ICP shit. The February streams have ended. And then uh on last Monday, they had the Juggalo Gong show. Looked like it was pretty much like a Juggalo talent show to get, you know, to perform in front of ICP. And jump steady, and then the grand prize, custom gold jersey, and two tickets to the ICP three ring live concert extravaganza. I did not watch this. The only stream I watched all month long was the one where they talked about their favorite songs on the first six Joker's cards. But on Wednesday, they had the Juggalo Family Feud that went down. And then to wrap up their February streams, they did have the three ring live show extravaganza. I think I I, I want to say it was touted as like them performing three different sets. Something like that. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't watch it. So who knows? But of course, they had the fucking bidding for tickets. Now, I understand why they do the bidding, right? I get it. But when can we get back to set ticket prices for motherfuckers who ain't going to come out of their pocket a couple hundred bucks? I don't even know how much these tickets went for in the end. But the Juggalos couldn't control themselves, couldn't contain themselves, and was bidding $17,000 on every single ticket that was available when bidding first went up. And then about an hour after I checked it, after I saw that it was $17,000, shit was up to $17 million. Now, if you remember during the October streams, something similar happened to the Hollow Wicked show, I believe. Juggalos just (laughs) fucking bidding an outrageous amount of money. To the shows, knowing damn well they ain't going to pay it. So $17,000. I thought the shit was funny. And again, I didn't watch the live. I didn't watch the live stream. I wasn't subscribed. It's probably uploaded to YouTube. Who the fuck knows? Um, But yeah. How were the February streams? If you tuned in for the February streams, how were they? Was the three ring live show dope? I mean, ICP always puts on an ill show. You know, it was touted as their last performance in the psychopathic headquarters. Headquarters. So maybe they finally found a borrower for the psychopathic offices, the building. We all know that shit's been for sale for a minute now. Talked about that a few months ago. And they confirmed it during the October streams. You know, they're looking into buying a clown compound, as Jumpsteady was calling it. A big piece of land instead of just an office. You know, build their own fucking place, stage sets, places where juggalos could crash instead of going to a hotel. All that shit, but it's looking like this will be the last time that we see the psychopathic headquarters, RIP. You know, it makes fucking, it just makes sense that they're selling it. Psychopathic Records is literally just ICP. You know, they had that office when they had Twisted, ABK, Blaze, Zug Island, Boondocks, uh, Axe Murder Boys. You know, when everybody was on the label, you know, back in the heyday, the mid-2000s, they've had that label. Not label, they've had that building. So, to have that building now, it just is pretty unnecessary. And I'm curious to see what the fuck they're going to do. I see Juggalos are still... Still asking, like, asking me 
if Yum Yum's Lure is dropping March 5th. March 5th is this Friday, four days away. Shit's not coming on Friday. If you got the Yum Yum's Lure CD, it says coming soon. No release date. From what I understand, ICP has not personally addressed Yum Yum's Lure or Yum Yum Bedlam. That's the name of the album, Yum 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 Flower. I keep saying Yum Yum Lure, but Yum Yum Flower is the Joker's card. Yum Yum Bedlam is the album. And they haven't personally addressed that it's not coming out on the release date other than the advertisement in the Lure EP where it just says coming soon. So if you're expecting it to drop on March 5th, then you're shit out of luck because it's not dropping March 5th. I'd be fucking shocked if it does drop March 5th. I'd be completely shocked if that shit drops this Friday. But I ain't holding my fucking breath. And like I said last week, based on Lur EP, you know, hopefully those were just throwaway tracks that wouldn't even make the album anyway. In that they are taking their time using this, you know, they're using this time now to put out a better quality product. Again, I, I saw a lot of people giving that shit love. I don't know why. To me, that shit didn't sound good at all. But I'm still looking forward to it. Like I said, I always give ICP the benefit of the doubt. doesn't fucking matter. I'm always going to tune in and listen to it anyway. So yeah, the February streams are done. Yum Yum Bedlam. Coming soon. Don't know when. When the fuck do you think it's going to drop? That's what I'd like to know. You know, when will the album actually come out i'm i'm guessing middle of summer said it before middle of summer maybe when the weather gets a little nicer out the yum yum flower will come out and bloom and all that good shit but you know another artist that violent j and i think shaggy said during the october stream at some point that the only artist still technically signed to Psychopathic is Ouija Mac. But he hasn't put out anything on Psychopathic since Gutterwater. He dropped his newest project. The mixtape with Baby E. It's called We Never Forgot. And this shit is on Chapter 17 Records. This is Ouija Mac's own label. I believe. I, I mean, I gotta assume. I can't imagine it's Baby E's prod, you know, label. But We Never Forgot dropped this past Friday from Ouija Mac and Baby E. And this is the first project. This is like the first project from Ouija Mac that I just completely don't like. I just don't like it. Now, I'm not going to say it's a bad project. But it's just a completely different sound than from what Ouija Mac has been doing. This is like traditional... Mumble rap, auto-tune, singy style kind of stuff. Nah, I wasn't really expecting that, but I didn't really know what to expect from this project. You know, Ouija Mac put it up at, in the on the um, alternative genre on iTunes. I think it charted on the charts. I didn't get a screenshot of it. I did listen to it today while I was cleaning the crib. And like I said, I'm not going to say it's bad because for this type of music that it is. I, I guess I would say it's good, but this isn't necessarily the sound that I want to hear from Ouija Mac. I want that gutter water shit, that wasteland sound, that hard trap just ill shit that Ouija Mac brings, the ignorant shit. You know, that raw juggalo shit that Ouija brings. That Wasteland album was fucking fire. Super dope. But this project right here just ain't it for me. Uh, I've been kind of seeing mixed reviews on it. Some people are saying it's flame emojis, some saying it's poop emojis. But not for me. 
Definitely look forward to more Ouija Mac, though, this year. Killed it last year. At some point, uh, you know, within the last month or two, he did send out a tweet that Chopper Ouija Mac is making a return. He didn't make his return on this album. Again, heavy auto-tune, singy type style. You know, I'd compare it to like Young Thug type style. If you listen to that shit, I listen to Young Thug. I fuck with Young Thug. I think Young Thug, in my opinion, is the best in that type of music that he does. People call it mumble rap, but in my opinion, he's the best to do it. But that's what this shit's kind of sound like. And that's out there now. And shout out to Ouija Mac. You know, I know Devereaux got some production on there. I heard the Devereaux tag or two on there. And just looking forward to see what he's got bringing in 2021. And then we finally got the new album from Intrinsic. Intrinsic dropped his new album. Through Underground Hustling and Welcome to the Underground, you can buy the physical copy on uh, Magic Ninja's web store. And I haven't got through the entire album on this one. I think I got to the song, song First World Problems. I got about three quarters of the way through the album, and this shit is dope. Easily... Like I've been saying, based on the singles, this is the best sound of shit Intrinsic has put out, in my personal opinion. Shit is super dope. Of the songs that I've heard so far, the standout tracks for me would be Forced Fed Famine. That shit's fire. Lasers and Poison, super dope. Love that opening track. Um, The track with Twisted, Losing My Mind, that shit is dope. Madrox on the hook. We got Monoxide doing a little talking in the middle of the track, but shit just sounds super dope. And then the song with McNasty, End of the World. That shit is fire. McNasty on the hook fucking killed that. Super dope. Kind of reminded me of some like Lane Staley shit at first. But he was on there rapping it as well. But this is just some super hard, raw, aggressive New metal, rap metal, whatever the fuck you want to call it type stuff. And it is dope. Intrinsic killed it on this album. Definitely the best he's ever sounded in my opinion. And definitely looking forward to seeing what he got coming in the future. I'm always looking forward to new Intrinsic anyway. But where the fuck is McNasty? McNasty. I know you've tuned into the show before, but if you're listening... We need the album, bruh. We need the album. I've been needing new McNasty for a minute. It's been a while, I believe, since you dropped some shit. I'm going to look your name up on Apple Music right now. See when was the last time you dropped an album. Uh, The Polished Beat Rejects 2012. Shit. I know you're doing singles and shit like that. Make doing features and whatnot, but we need new McNasty. I don't care who produces it. I'm still waiting for that. Um, the one that's produced by Sutter Kane. I can't remember the fucking name off the top of my head right now. But yeah, go peep that new Intrinsic if you ain't peeped it. McNasty, we need a new album. ASAT. Up on the ME store, new Intrinsic album. Lasers and Poison. Shit is dope in my opinion. If you like hard rap, hard guitars, dope raps. He's got some ill harmonizing shit on there too. He's he's really playing with his voice on this album. Shit came out really, really dope. So go peep that. And then we got Scum. Scum dropped his new project. Dying World Chronicles Gray Skies. That's out now. You can go buy that on the LSP web store. Shit's streaming everywhere. I believe this is like the first album in a chronicle of albums that he's dropping this year. So be on the lookout for that shit. LSP, I'm hoping 
We get the final Dark Half album in 2021. Insane Poetry just dropped some shit. Class got his revenge album coming soon. He already dropped three EPs for that shit. And that shit was sounding super dope as well. So I can't wait for that Class album to drop. That Dark Half album to drop. LSP just staying on the fucking grind, man. I think uh, IP is on the road right now or hitting the road very soon as well. You know? I'm starting to see live shows. Shit is crazy. I saw ABK this weekend performing as Sawed Off. Doing a live show and there's a bunch of motherfuckers in the crowd. For Sawed Off. Big Hoodoo was there as well. He performed. People can't wait. And I can't blame them for wanting to get out there and just be at a live show. No, I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. But I think it's looking like 2021 live shows might not happen. You know, in Massachusetts, where I'm at now, the governor finally said that music venues can open up max capacity 500 or no, 50%. So if somebody were to play the Palladium, max capacity is 2,000. So only 1,000 would be allowed in the building, so it'd be empty as fuck. But I don't know. It, man, like live shows. I don't know about you guys, but I miss them shits. You know, it was just over a year ago where I attended the Griselda show. The, on the What Would Sheen Gun Do tour. It was just over a year ago, and that was the last live show I saw. And I kind of remember thinking, because the the whole virus thing was kind of picking up towards the end of February going into March of last year and thinking like, man, what if somebody got this shit and I catch it at this show? You know, I, I didn't get sick, but I kind of remember thinking that at the show. It was, we were in that gray area of like, fuck's going on, man. Shit's kind of weird out here. And then just a few weeks later, shit got shut down and shit's still shut down. Man, I'm ready for live shows, man. I'm ready for live shows. And speaking of live shows, a la Zululu had their Dead Alive virtual concert this past Friday with the super famous Funtime guys opening up. Mad Max was supposed to open up, but the day of the show, Mad Max posted up on social media saying that his performance was rejected by the live from media who broadcasts the uh, the virtual concerts, who's been doing these for Magic Ninja. And apparently they rejected his live performance for whatever reason. There was no reason given just other than wasn't performed. I was looking to see Mad Max perform live. Mad Max is a shit. I've been following Mad Max for years. And so Mad Max not on the bill. Even though he was advertised on the show, even the day of the show, like an hour before the show, it was still being advertised as, you know, Mad Max on the show. I guess they couldn't update the graphic. But they had super famous fun time guys perform, Whipstick and Eight Legs. They performed. And, you know, I'm not I'm not a big super famous fun time guys fan, but they did their thing live. The shit was funny. They had like these little Little blurbs popping up on the screen, you know, talking shit. And, you know, it it was pretty funny. Not a bad performance. The shit sounded good. It wasn't recorded at the uh, M&E offices. Like Zool said, ABK, Blaze, all that. I don't know if Oh the Horror was at the M&E office or not. I, I didn't see it. But, um, yeah, Super Famous Fun Time guys did their thing. And then uh, right before A La Zuli Lu came out, they did the premiere for the Dawn of the Dead video that's off the Mausoleum album. One of the few songs that I do fuck with off the Mausoleum. Monoxide kills the hook on here. I like this song a lot. And the video, holy shit, is an actual music video. It's an actual music video. We've been getting green screen specials. For fucking months. 
from Magic Ninja. And Alazulilu comes through in the clutch with the Dawn of the Dead video. And it's a fucking... Is it dope video? I'm not going to say it's the best video I've ever seen, but it's an actual music video. And I'm glad to see a real music video. Like, there's like... You got Donna the Donna in the casket, monoxide standing at the at the coffin with Donna and shit. She comes alive and shit, starts grabbing at him and whatnot. It's a dope video. Uh, no word if it's gonna be released on YouTube yet. I got to imagine that it will be at some point. It seemed like the last few music videos that they did for like every Saturday afternoon for Blaze. And what was the other one that they did? Nasty. They put him up within a day or two of the live show. But, you know, as of this recording, Dawn of the Dead hasn't made its way to YouTube. But I can only assume that it's going to be up there at some point. Uh, Whether it's on the Twisted YouTube channel or the Long Live Evil channel. I guess we'll fucking find out when it happens. But the video was dope. Thank you, Zool, for no green screen special and for fucking Dragon Monoxide to fucking actually shoot a legit music video. From here on out, I want to see no fucking green screen specials. And I don't want no more lyric videos, man. Who gives a fuck about lyric videos? Like, whatever, man. Nobody, I like, lyric videos to me, like, if if I'm going to listen to music on YouTube, I'm just going to listen to the upload you know what i mean i'm not looking for a lyric video that's me personally you know if you're watching listening how do you feel about lyric videos me personally like i said i don't give a fuck i'm seeing a lot of people saying that they don't care about lyric videos either but shout out to zool for coming up with the dawn of the dead video shit is super fresh and then a la zulilu took to the ME offices to do their live performance. And my dumbass thought the shit started at 9 o'clock Friday. The shit started at 8. I turned it on at 9. And they were performing um, Right Away in My Deathbed instead. I don't know what the name of the song is, but that's... I could think the chorus in my head. They were performing that. Then they performed like three, four more songs. You know, is that it was at the very end of um of the Rod Away in the Deathbed song. And then they I saw them perform, I think Parish, Zooligans, um, We Are One, and then they premiered a brand new song off Necronomicron 2. I can't remember the fucking name of the album. But Necronomicron 2 dropping 420. They performed the new single. I believe it was Smoke. And the shit sounded fire. And during their live stream last Tuesday. Because Zool goes live on YouTube and Twitch. Every Tuesday now. They said that Necronomicron 2 is produced by Badmine and and the, the Zombie Aristocrats. Badmine had like four or five songs on the Almighty. The Zombie Aristocrats produced The Church of Zool. Fuck yes. This right here is going to be the album that I want to hear. Like, Mausoleum, to me, the production wasn't there. But Bad Mind and Zombie Aristocrats, they bring that hard, just that boom bap shit, just that raw, wicked shit, super dope. And I'm looking forward to it. Necronomicron 2, dropping 420. The new single sounded fire. They said the new single, they had an ad for it at the end of the show. The new single coming soon. They didn't give a release date. I believe this Friday, the single with Ritz is coming out. So we are getting new Zool this Friday. Hype for that. Curious to hear how Zool and Ritz are going to sound on a track together. That's going to be fucking interesting to hear. Necronomicron 2, Dead by Bong. That's the name of the fucking album. Dead by Bong, Necronomicron 2, dropping 420. I'm hyped for it. The performance from Zool was dope. Um, I watched the replay of it early Sunday morning. Um, 
you know, better late than never. Definitely had to watch the full performance of it because I caught the ass end of it on Friday. And then we went live. It was me um, on Luke the Goon's channel and Mike Sears after the Dead Alive show went live with Mr. Eight Legs and Mad Max. That's up on Luke the Goon's channel. Shout out to Luke the Goon. Go peep that shit. And that was fun kicking it with them. Talking about the show, you know, I didn't really have much to talk about because I didn't get to see it because I just caught the ass end of it. Because, again, I thought that shit started at 9, started at 8. But fucking Zool, man. There's another one, like, why I want live shows to come back. Because, yeah, the shit is dope on screen, but to to get that full Zool experience... You got to see them in person. Like, in person, there's no fucking match for it. Just super hype seeing them live. Super dope. So, that Zool stream was fucking fire. And, yeah. Keeping it with the Magic Ninja related news. Oh, the Horror dropped their new single, Dead Inside. And... This is a, you know, this is a fucking dope-ass track. This is emo shit at its finest, folks. If you don't like emo, screamo, whatever kind of, whatever genre this music is, then you ain't gonna like it. But if you fuck with that kind of style and you haven't really liked Oh The Horror previously because it's been mostly, you know, the Halloween 365 was all rap shit, definitely peep this single. I like the breakdown in the middle of the song in the second verse. It kind of reminded me of the, the first EP where they were messing with like, you know, just dropping the guitars, having like a trap, trap bass kind of sound, electronic shit. It kind of reminds me of like MSI a little bit with, I'm trying to think of like a, Emo band, screamo band, I don't even know, just because I'm not familiar, but I'm digging this shit. Their last single, Tears of Gold, you know, it was a cover song, but it was fire. This song, I believe it's an original. I don't think it's a cover song. If it is, correct me if I'm wrong, but this shit is super dope. I dig it. Oh, the horror. I'd like to see them continue with the singing shit. Fucking with the electronic sounds as well. With the metal sound. You know, the, the, their music is super dope. Even on Halloween 365, the music sounds dope. Just wasn't a big fan of the rapping. But I think if they would incorporate the singing on, the, on that shit. Like they did on their first EP. It'd be a lot better, you know, to me. But new Oh The Horror, that shit's out now. Peep that shit. In my opinion, it's dope. Oh, man. But yeah, go peep that shit. And then we got some Seb Noise news a little bit. KMK news a little bit. But Kevin Zinger took to a live stream with Mad Child last Thursday. And they were streaming everywhere. I think they were on Instagram, YouTube, fucking Facebook, everywhere. They were streaming everywhere. And just answering fans' questions and whatnot. No big news was really broke during the live stream. Um, The big news, I guess if you'd call it news, is that Kevin Zinger and Daddy X finally spoke. Someone asked in the chat. I didn't catch it live. I caught the, uh, I watched it, the replay of it the day after on YouTube. And someone must have asked about Daddy X. And Kevin Zinger said that he has spoken to Daddy X within the last week or so. He said it was a cordial conversation, no news, you know, no nothing to take away from the conversation other than the fact that it was a cordial conversation and that they actually spoke. You know, I find it kind of interesting that they they speak now. You know, supposedly we're getting a new Cam K album soon. It seems like it's just D-Loke. You know, and it got me thinking, like, was Daddy X calling up Kevin Zinger, asking Zinger, like, hey, why 
why is d fucking this thing up more than I fucked it up? Because that's what d doing right now. We got the Cottonmouth King album coming soon. Um, maybe maybe because Zinger and Suburban Noise are working with Cleopatra Records to get them to properly release the back catalog. Because if you don't remember or didn't hear me talk about it, they re-released the number seven on vinyl, the number seven album on vinyl. And on the back, it had the Cleopatra logo and it had a Suburban Noise Records logo. You know, as far as I know, Cleopatra has the exclusive license to all that music, but Daddy X still owns it. Like, I, I don't know how, I don't necessarily know how it all works out. You know, I don't know all the details to it, but. The vinyl did have the Sub Noise logo on it and the Cleopatra Records logo on it. So, X and Zinger have spoke. They're on speaking terms at this point. Whether they like each other or not, they've spoken. And it's the first time they've spoken shit almost a decade, I think. When when that whole break, you know, when that whole collapse of Sub Noise happened. 2012? 13? Something like that. Maybe 14, but yeah, it's dope to see uh, Mad Child's got an album with, or an EP coming f- with uh, Obnoxious. Obnoxious is Suburban Noise's latest signing to the label. So they got an EP coming together. I think Mad Child said there's a deluxe version of the Little Monster project that he just put out coming soon. Apparently there was a whole fuck up with shipping hard copies because he was doing it himself. Fucking surprise, surprise. Every time an artist takes the shit into their own hands, shit gets fucked up. Look at Cottonmouth Kings or d with the Kingdom Come project. That was a whole fucking debacle. I've seen it happen with other artists as well, but apparently he's getting it fixed and he's going to be uh, sending out the deluxe version of the album to people that have been waiting for the original version to come out. So that remains to be seen. I guess we'll just see, you know, if and when that happens, but the deluxe version of little monster is coming soon. And an EP with mad child and obnoxious dropping soon and keeping it with the sub noise news. I saw this graphic posted up on, I believe it was the PTB. Instagram page is a Cottonmouth Kings 25 to life for 2021 cottonmouthkingstore.com at dlokkmk at ptbkmkarmy it's clear and if you don't think I think you're wrong at this point that this is just going to be a solo dlok album labeled as a Cottonmouth Kings album which is fucking sad and pathetic like this dude Again, is just spitting on the fucking name and legacy of Cottonmouth Kings at this point. Not having at least Johnny Richter involved is like just unacceptable and just shouldn't fucking happen, man. Shouldn't happen. I don't know. Am I going to listen to this solo Cottonmouth Deloke album when it drops? Probably, just to hear what the fuck he's doing. The first two singles, Legends Never Die, the Saint Dog Tribute was dope. And then we had the We Roam single, which, whatever, man. Like, it doesn't sound like Commonwealth Kings. I don't know what the fuck D-Loke is doing, but get the fucking band back together. I know it's going to be pretty hard, but... Pay the fucking people. Give them an interest in the fucking name. Like, do something to make the shit right. You're not doing anything to make it right. You know? Not having Johnny Richter involved is fucking just lame. You know, rest in peace to Saint Dog. Um, I doubt Daddy X will ever come back. I don't think I I want Daddy X to come back. You know, DJ Bobby B still salty as fuck. 
Who knows what Lou Dog is doing? Rest in peace, Pacalica. I doubt Dirtball will ever come back. So, you know, we just have to wait and see what the album is going to sound like. It's looking like it's going to be called 25 to Life. I don't know, man. I'm just not. I'm not here for it. I'm a big KMK fan. But I'm just not here for it. Just I'm just not. You know? We're 45 minutes in. We ain't got no more news to talk about. But let's get to the Ask Grown segment of the podcast. And let's do that right now. We're going to head over to Twitter right now. Let's see. Mind Bomb Music on Twitter. If you are a Mortal Kombat character, what would be your two fatalities? My two fatalities? I'd go old school with it. Kano ripping the fucking heart out of the chest. That'd be fire. And then maybe Scorpion ripped the fucking head off. Yeah, I'll go with that. Ripping the heart off the chest and ripping the fucking head off. I think those would be my two fatalities if I was a Mortal Kombat character. Um, SoCo42, at SoCo42 on Twitter, asks, will there actually be a February gift bag for ICP streams? I don't know. Apparently they said that there will be some kind of gift given out for the February streams. I don't think it's been announced yet. You know, it'll probably take months for you to get it, if especially if they haven't announced it yet. Or maybe they're on top of it this time. I doubt it, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, Papa Jeezy on Twitter. Better Life After Death album, Nottis or Biggie? Um, I'm not a big B.I.G. fan. I'm just not. I'm just not a big Biggie fan. And I love Nottis. So I got to go with the Nottis album, Life After Death. Even though that's probably my, it's one of my least favorite albums from them. But there's still dope ass tracks on there. And that remaster that came with the box set sounds fucking mint. So I'd have to go with the Nottis, Life After Death. And... Shock Trostic on Twitter. Whatever happened to Sugar Slam? Why is she off Twitter? No idea. I ain't got no idea. So shout out to everybody on Twitter that submitted a question. Let's head over to IG real quick. We got a few. We got DC Fago guy. How much for your copy of Yum Yum's Lure? Laughing face emoji. For you, DC, you know, for you, I'll give you the homie hookup. For you... I go $665. Just for you, though. You know? Ain't nobody else getting that kind of a deal for the Yum Yum's Lure. So, $665, bucks and that shit's yours, homie. Shout out to DC Fago guy. Um, we got Digging Hip Hop on IG. As a CD collector like me, do you sometimes think of what you will do with all of them when you'll, when you'll be a deaf old dude with falling balls? Any idea where or who you will give or sell your collection? I think I talked about this recently on a podcast or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. I'm just going to assume that I'm never going to sell my collection. I do sell off pieces here and there of my collection. Um, but... I'm just going to have to say, you know, when I'm dead, whoever's in control of my estate, I might have to come up with like specific instructions on what to do with my CD collection, you know, when the time comes. But I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I, I, I'm just going to assume I'll never sell it. And just there'll be thousands of CDs chilling somewhere when I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Shout out to Digging Hip Hop for the question. Let's go to Facebook. We got Ben Stockwell. Shout out to Ben. Ever considered having artists or guests or artists artists as guests or artist interviews playing their music during playing their music during the show, etc. When I first started the show, one of my original things was I want to get to a point where I'm interviewing artists on the show, but that's something I'm not really interested in. In this moment, in this moment, at some point, 
yes, I do want to start interview interviewing artists at some point. I just don't think I'm at that spot yet where I want to be doing it. But yeah, I definitely want to do that at some point. But right now, no. Um, let's see. Richard Smooth, do you think ICP's going to have to start a GoFundMe to pay for the next gathering? I got to imagine that they're making a fucking killing off all these uh, Patreon events. The bidding on all these merch items that they have on their shit. They got to be making a shitload of money during these things. Like, they, they have to. I get the joke. It's funny. Um... But if it wasn't for the fucking Patreon and the, the, the bids for all these live streams and shit like that, I don't know. But it is a funny joke. Um, have to start have to start a GoFundMe. And then we got AJ Divine talk about fams in the Z oh sorry. Fams in the Hooligans new albums. I've seen people talk about them. Fams in the Hooligans, they dropped a double album this past Friday. I'm not familiar. I didn't listen to it, but I'm talking about it now. They did drop a new double album, I suppose, Fams in the Hooligans. So there you go. That's me talking about it. And I want to shout out everybody that's tuned in. 52 minutes. Didn't quite make an hour. I didn't really have much shit to talk about, though. But much love to everybody that's tuned in right now. And if you tuned in on Twitch, we did have two viewers on Twitch during the live stream podcast. Much fucking love. So be on the lookout. If you're listening, peep it out. The plan is for me to do a live stream version of the podcast on Twitch. No YouTube. On Twitch. So if you're not following on Twitch, follow now. Twitch TV twitch.tv slash beneath dirt thank you for tuning in much love and i'm ron bone of the beneath the dirt podcast and until next time i'm out base